Hey folks, welcome back to Divas, Diamonds, and Dollars podcast. This is a lady boss podcast where we cater to forward-thinking women, business owners, and leaders who are interested in whole life strategies for living their best life. We bring you the key success principles to support you as you grow into the best version of yourself. We share key insights on personal finance, leadership, and business to help empower you with the tips and tools to help you get ahead and succeed at a higher level. Folks, we are your hosts, Larissa Troach and Cecilia Benford. I'm going to tell you folks, the success mindset lives here. Come grow with us. Now, my job is to keep you up to date on the news. Would you share a bid with a stranger to save on rent costs? I know, like, what kind of podcast am I listening to? Mm. Well, lest your brain make a hard detour, a recent article suggested it was more a sense of sleeping in the bed and shifts, i.e. one person worked days, the other person worked nights. So they weren't literally sharing the bed together. They're just, mm. you know, sharing the bed at different times. Um, it's called hot bedding. I don't know where everything needs a cute name. Uh, and it seems to be a real thing, but it is, this article was um, out of Australia. So I'm not sure how popular it is over here on these shores. Okay. Um, you know, the article went on to talk about how millennials, the millennial generation is the roommate generation. So a slightly more traditional concept, but you know, sign all the times where we do what we do just to get by, I suppose, some folks, which is kind of a, you know, not what we're talking about today. We don't want you to get by. We want you to enjoy your life. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of that, Cecilia? I had not. I had not. It doesn't surprise me, though, as you put it in contact. It doesn't surprise me, but no, I had not heard of that. As folks being creative. But, but you know, I will say, though, but it does make me think, if you think about the movement when hostels grew up mm -hmm. and that was really it wasn't in this country it was you know and i you know saw that movement and um i think Kwan did it once um and and so it's but you don't necessarily hear about it as much but i think it kind of goes along with that too yeah i think not pre-covid there was some person who was like people were just paying for a bed because that yeah, was in San yeah. Francisco and I'm going to get to San Francisco is just out of pocket right now mm. it will come up later in our convo but anyway before we jump into today's topic we ask that you pop on over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and subscribe to Divas Diamonds and Dollars Podcast because you know gotta feed the almighty algorithm and let them know that they should promote us so we would appreciate your support if you would be so kind Alrighty, okay. Now, as we talked about, we've all felt the pinch of inflation, rising housing costs, and don't let me get started on the taxes. Uh, you know, and and frankly, everything seems to be going up. While it may feel like your income isn't keeping up with the cost of living, we don't want you to feel deprived. So we're sharing some crafty lifestyle hacks, if you will, to keep you feeling in the pink. So I hope you will sharpen your pencil and lean in. 
Now, today's conversation, as we talked about, is about lifestyle hacks for the independent woman. And I'm going to suggest, I'm going to say that we've all practiced some level of delayed gratification. Like I will see something in the store that I know I don't need. Mm -hmm. I will admit this to myself. And sometimes I can actually turn around and leave. <laughs> but if I come back and it's still there and I'm like, well, I waited. Oh, hmm. But anywho, I know, Cecilia, making your hair rise on your arm or your Nah, nah, nah. But so, we got your delayed gratification. We got your pinching pennies or otherwise doing without. As we've learned to tighten our belt as the price of goods seems to soar. But on the other hand, folks, life is too short not to enjoy it. So we're going to spend a little time sharing some of our best tips on how you can have your cake and eat it too. Now, so say I mentioned that, you know, when's the last time you've been to San Francisco? Um, it's been a minute, but maybe, I don't know. Um, let's see, when I was, well, I can, I do know when, actually, four years ago. Okay, I was going to say five or 10, but all right. I'm yeah, thinking. yeah, it was actually, we, went, we came there for a wedding. We went to the Alaskan cruise afterwards, and it was four years ago. It was on Ken's birthday, so yeah. Well. Um, well, it's not even that far ago, actually. It's less. <laughs> We're like three, but still, neither here nor there. Yeah, because honestly, I, I just read the article in the SF Gate newspaper that uh, 23 numbers are out, folks. 2023 numbers are out, which classify an individual making 104.4 thousand 104. a year as low income. Now, you know, that is wrong on so many levels. Now, that's in San Francisco, San Mateo yeah, yeah. and Marin counties. That's Northern California for those of you who are not are not from the area. <clears throat> and for a family of four, low income is 149.1 thousand. And that's considered low income. Now you know that's criminal. A mm -hmm. six-figure income when you otherwise would be feeling flush if you were anywhere else except the Bay Area. So I mean, I just mentioned that depressing news to kind of highlight our point, right? Um, wherever you are on the income table, I feel like we can all use some tips on how to live the good life while on your personal success journey. <clears throat> I'm not sure what's happening to my voice. It's probably time to pass the baton. Well, so while, while you're trying to <clears throat> get, get, get your voice there and maybe have a sip of water, admittedly, you know, it's not that high here. And this has been a certainly a much lower cost of it living area. However, um, I was just um, around, I guess it was Friday, maybe Thursday or Friday. And uh, my realtor daughter was pointing out some housing prices, how much they had gone up in her neighborhood, for example. And so it's, and, and so I do get you know, I'm not in my ivory tower. I can hear what she's going through as a family, family of three, although her dog, it may as well be a family of four. Oh my gosh. It's, <laughs> I don't know how people four dogs, but anyway. Uh, and then I read an article yesterday. I was just aghast. And it's one we will have to talk about offline, Larissa. But uh, the economic moves of people, 
uh, what people are making, what they need to make. This is really, this just makes me, you know, oh my goodness. So hence why we're going to talk about some things, but I don't know how anybody could ignore what's going on really everywhere. Um, you know, what it takes. I don't know how some people are actually eating, honestly. Would you say how they're eating? Yeah. Yeah. And I, guess, I mean, in a, way, in a manner of speaking, obviously, it's no, what. No, not it's what. It can be the day. How often, the, you know. Yeah. Food, not food kitchens, but um, food distribution. Mm -hmm. They're seeing some of everybody in those lines. And it's just doesn't seem like. I feel like we're just approaching a crisis or maybe mm -hmm. some folks are already in crisis and having the reason I, I follow these numbers is well, just to depress myself. But I mean, because, you know, being in the affordable housing industry, I think about folks, obviously income, because everything we do is based on the income levels right, and, right. Fall, and that's how you get your housing, which is one of my tips folks that we're going to talk about. Um, but yeah, it does make a difference. And that's why, you know, there's, reportedly a mass exodus from California because it has just gotten yes. so that was part of the article I was reading yes it's just gotten so ridiculous as a matter of fact I was so, so off topic we're going to get back I promise but there was another headline I don't know if it was in the same paper uh Nevada canceled someone's license plate because it was G-O the number two B-K-C-A like go back to California and and Nevada has a rule dmv has ruled that you can't denigrate certain peoples and certain peoples in this case would be californians which i had already heard that californians are not welcome in las vegas or nevada mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh i like I, you know i kind of like it i like the policy um, yeah i thought that's kind of we got enough of that kind of stuff right was, all right shall we shall we shall that's what i was gonna say it wasn't i didn't think it was you know and horrible but because yeah. some of the things i have seen that they should have taken off the road which oh yeah right um, but I just want to kick this conversation off with uh, what I want to say. The first tip, honestly, is multipreneurship. You must diversify your income because lots of reasons, but the two big reasons is, you know, your job is not guaranteed. You know, we talk here about your quiet. What do we have? The mass layoffs due to COVID. We had quiet quitting. We had the big resignation. I don't know. And maybe you're somewhere in between, in between all these headlines but your job is not really guaranteed and you don't want to rely on someone else to take care of you. We've already told you how expensive it is. And the other big reason is that I, I feel like multipreneurship gives you more choices. When you have more than one source of income, you do not have all your eggs in one basket. You've got ideally some business income because that also helps with your tax deductions. But um, having the different streams, including investments, folks, will help you in the long run. And that just gives you choices. And we really need you to have some choices because things are getting a little hairy out there. And I'm going to, we're just going to kind of ping pong back and forth because you know how these ideas feed into each other. But going back to the um, income levels, I do want to remind you about BMR, which is below market rate housing. If you are a renter, it pays to look into some of these programs, especially if you live in an expensive area. Because if you live in an expensive area, the income levels that qualify you for these programs are a lot higher than you think. I just told you 104,000 in San Francisco, which mm -hmm. I'm not recommending you go to San Francisco, please. But I'm just saying, 
the people who make these rules, quote unquote, know how expensive it is to live in their city. So the income qualifying levels are higher. So give that some thought, number one. Um, and I know when people hear low income housing, they think about Section 8, which is fine. You may also qualify for Section 8. It's just a matter of waiting on a rather long waiting list. And you would only pay 30% of your income. But there's also the tax credit program. And the tax credit program, I know way too much education. The only thing I want to say is apply today because even if your name comes to the top of the list and you're not ready or you don't need it, you can turn it down at least one time and then still be considered later on if and when you need it. But the other part of that is maybe if you have some management skills or customer service skills, maybe you can be a resident manager and the rent, uh, excuse me, the unit is included in your housing. No, the rent, no. The unit is part of your compensation. So it may either be a free unit or it may be a low cost unit. So I just wanted to suggest that you have some options out there if you are renting. So because my voice is going in and out, I'm going to let Cecilia help us out a little bit. What's on your list of good ideas? Well, um, actually, it was a lot. And so um, I was like, well, the good news is there are a lot, you know, I mean, sometimes we think, you know, we tend to think of we just stay depressed on whatever. So real quick, I do want to mention that when you talk about multipreneurship, lately I've been seeing the word serial entrepreneurship. And so, you know, I actually looked it up to see what the difference was, but um, and don't want to go into any definitions here. The point was that um, of the times that I've heard this discussed, to your point, they are independent women and they're talking about why they're doing what they're doing, which is about choices, but they seem to have a, you know, uh, a goal for each one of them. Some things that are in, you know, that maybe a lot of people will be involved in and some that they're, you know, planning to have for sustaining, you know, even after they die. So I thought that was interesting uh, the thing is, when I hear things and as we're sharing them, it's all about there are different things people can do. At the, you know, that's what we're talking about. So houses and renting. So I uh, read a story about a small sanctuary. So what could I be talking about? Tiny houses. So here's, here's the thing that I thought was interesting. Um, this lady who decided to... She didn't just move into a tiny house. She had her tiny house built and it's very, um, it's artsy. It's, it's a lot of things in terms of how it represents her. And so I'm, I'm going to probably talk about this in two, two different segments. But the one, the beginning point was when you mentioned about people having, you know, job changes. So she was being asked to move to New York she said, nope, not going to do it. And so um, I don't remember exactly where she was, but she decided to, you know, build her little tiny house because one of the things was affordability. And so she's actually featured on uh, HGTV. Mm -hmm. She's called Miss Bohemian Soul, if anybody wants to look that up. Uh, so she has a YouTube channel, I believe. And her thing is to help people who are marginalized where they can't get loans. 
uh, they can't buy a house. And so she's suggesting that their way to wealth is to do a tiny house. And um, I, the other, it was kind of a, um, what she said, you know, whether it's to save money or um, you want to travel across the country because like when you were talking about the millennials and, you know, hot bedding, well, that's also a movement where people are doing away with all these things that they accumulate. I mean, don't, don't, we all look at, well, some of us look at, you know, I, you know, how much stuff do we have, right? So independent for yourself of some of these things, right? Because one day you may want to travel or it can help you travel. And, um, and like she said, this lady was saying um, she's putting out words how people can afford to get a house when they can't get, you know, a bigger house. Save up money so you can get a bigger house. So that was kind of, you know, I just want to link back to a couple of things you said. So, you know, there's a lot of. I just want I just want to remind you that lifestyle means more than how we spend our money. It's how we live our lives. Right. And that's why I want to. Number one, let's talk about some of that stuff, because I, I do having bought this house. I guess it'll be five years in September. I may have gone slightly overboard because I had been renting for so long and I was just excited to have a house. But I do look around and say, I do not need another thing. Mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't mean, you know, I don't see things. And, you know, I'm just going to recommend that maybe don't run out and buy something all the time you get a, a, a little to get that urge. And maybe, and, and even if you, you know, do need some things, if you can't afford it, just maybe rearrange it. I do that all the time because I look at my, uh, I used to, <laughs> I think I used to rearrange a lot more when the kids were younger. I don't even know what that was about, but what I do remember doing that when the kids were at home, but I still do it now. And, uh, you know, maybe it's just an accent piece instead of the whole couch or it's a pillow instead of the whole, you know, changing furniture all together, you know, move it around, rearrange it or accent it or just do something different. It's a fresh look. And I don't know about you, but I love nesting is what I call it when I'm making my home a little bit more cozy and attractive. Um, if you can't buy new, just rearrange it. So. I, I like that idea. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of that. I do it. I've been doing it. So you don't get bored with looking at the same thing. You don't feel like you're just stuck. You go to some people's houses and it's like they haven't done anything in 20 years. So yes, I'm with that rearranging. I mean, you know, uh, flower vases. Mm -hmm. I, I've received three, at least three, no, four. Four flowers. Of, um, Arrangements, uh -huh. Yeah, this year. And so... <laughs> and so... Um, that, you know, the vases, a lot of the vases are really nice. Clean them up and you can do a lot of things with vases and moving them around for different, you know, seasons. And the last thing on, on our domain is that, you know, on the other hand, I'm going to suggest that you might get comfortable with good debt and having a house is considered good debt because it allows you to do other things because, as you get that equity, that it's the equity that we're trying to get to. First of all, your house will 
generally appreciate in value unless you're, never mind. Depending, you have to buy right, right? So your house appreciates in, in value so that equity is what allows you to build wealth. And we will just leave that alone, but I will just point you to my um, real estate uh, workshop on the 22nd. Huh, where did that come from? Hmm. Speaking of life- And your real estate life. newsletter, which is wonderful. Thank you. Uh, let's talk about wellness. You know, you, one of the things, <laughs> you know, you see those gurus on TV, they just look fit and they're so high full mm. of energy and they're just like, well, what are they on? I swear. I think that every time, every time. And, uh, I'm not on anything, but I am suggesting that your lifestyle might include at least one good thing each day. I like to call that OGT. And I did a YouTube, uh, morning moxie on that. Uh, so check it out. But uh, one good thing, and for example, I get busy sometimes. And and then once you, sometimes you get busy, you're not eating right. You're just shoveling something in so you can just have enough energy to do the next thing. But my one good thing when I'm really trying to get back on track is my what I call my kitchen sink kale smoothie. Now, you already know your dark greens are where all your nutrients are. So I like to use the Tuscan kale because it is super dark. I do have some serious stems, so I do have to pull out the stems. But, you know, you have the kale, and I've got my, the recipe called for a strawberry and other things, which I still put in there. Have a throw a banana in there if you got it. But then, you know, that's where you got your supplements, your protein powder, your super food greens or whatever, blah, blah. So get the kale in, have your smoothie. And that's, you know, at least treat yourself to one good thing each day as you are climbing that ladder. Girlfriend. So, since you mentioned time, can I say a couple of things about that? Uh -huh. you, you know, you said maybe you don't have time for, you know, to eat right. And you, cause, so you probably know where I'm going to go with this. Cause we, we kind of talk about that time. And so, um, for me, uh, using your time wisely is honestly the best lifestyle hack, right? Because there's so many things we can do and there's so many things we want to do. I mean, I don't think about this every day, but there's just a lot of days, you know, I kind of want to do something else. My husband asked me this morning, he said something about, so is your, your day going to be all filled up or something? I don't know what he said, or but something. And I just looked at him and he, he said, that's a yes or no question. I said, I just looked at him. I said, well, really it isn't. So I said, you know, so anyway, we went down, I, I kind of, unloaded how a day can be my day well to that point what I part of my thinking has to be okay don't don't mix it's the self-care because if my self-care isn't good some other things that I want to do kind of gets a little bumpy uh for me my thing is about eating um and he used to always wonder how I was managed to eat at my crazy work schedule. But I told him, you don't have to worry about me. I am going to eat. I always think of food. Um, I always think in advance about what I'm going to eat at some part of the day. I don't always get there. I don't necessarily, I'm not saying, you know, I used to meal plan really well. I don't do that now because now I, I want to give myself flexibility. So I'm just saying, think about it. But with that is uh, part of the the whole, from the time you get up to the time you go to bed, uh, you know, I think about making sure I get some meditation time and to refresh. 
because if I don't do exercise and eating and uh, meditating, typically in the morning, it affects how my rest of my day is. And so um, I, I wanted to throw that in with people like you, Larissa, who are very busy. And so I know it gets to be a struggle to figure out how you work these things in. And so, I mean, I did this when I was had a, a full-time must-go-to job, but I do it now. I just have more time to do it because I choose to do that. Okay. So, uh, all right. I'll throw it back to you now that we've been energized and getting us a little smoothie. And by the way, those, those kale, we grew our, we grew that kale this year. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to deal with this again. Cause those thick stems are really thick. You, you, uh, you planted Tuscan kale? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that when I was out there. Yeah. Yeah, because not all. I don't even sure you went on that side of the house, maybe. I did but, but anyway. we didn't. We didn't go through your. We didn't itemize your garden. I did say it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I wasn't going to do it. That's how I didn't ask about it. Uh huh. Like growing my veggies, but uh, you know, and then I'm sure everybody knows about the off-price stores like uh, TJ Maxx and Marshalls, and um, to some degree Burlington and Ross. Those are not quite. I don't think the same, but I do pop in there. Um. I will say though, in terms of, sure, so like I said, everyone already knows about it, but what I want to point out about those particular stores, TJ Maxx and Marshalls is their skincare. Now, uh, I think Marshalls actually carries more, but uh, my probably buy, again, more out of TJ Maxx because I'm, well, okay, frankly, there more often. But, you know, this, when you go to the off-price stores, I mean, sure, find some cute fashion sometimes. But it's also a fine opportunity, I think, to try quality skincare products. You know, you can find your favorites. And you know what they say, if you like some, buy it, just clear the shelf, buy it all, because mm -hmm. it won't necessarily be there. So that is the negative. But it lets you try these quality products at a lower price. And I was visiting someone who shall remain nameless. And I saw that she had uh, Kirkland skincare on her bathroom counter. And I just thought that was a little sad. But I guess it was better than nothing, but I think I just want to take care of my skin and I would not choose to do that. Um, so I will say I just was there whenever I was there, maybe last week or two weeks ago, I found some fantabulous uh, shampoo. Carol's daughter It was a new line called uh, Goddess Strength. And uh, I kind of had to pick it up and my hair felt amazing. So, I mean, um, and I think the old skin looks okay. So that's just because I am very, I'm, you can be a little bit more generous when you go to like a TJ Maxx or Marshalls to try some other, uh, what's it called? Potions and creams, I call it, but you know, your serums and this, that, and the other. So that's one of my, and hair care products. Those are the two things that I look for when I go there. Because, um, you know, and sometimes if you do like a brand, then at least you've been able to try before you buy without breaking the bank. And some products you can find online or at a regular department store. But why pay full price? So that's one of my faves, which I'm sure everyone is familiar with. Well, it's a good thing you mentioned that. I was thinking about, uh, so as you know, I do have a favorite skincare product. And so the flip side is whether you, you know, if you like something, stay with it. It's been good to me. But what I did notice recently, I bought some and I said, well, I'll be John Brown. They really made these smaller. 
So how many things are getting smaller? So lifestyle hacks, hey, don't continue to buy stuff if you can buy something else that you might like, okay? So I just thought about that. But in my case, um, I don't believe paying full price for most things. So, and and my uh, supplier, because I've been doing this a long time, she actually gives me a pretty good discount. So it it pays for me to stay with her. But I was like, "Oh, oh, wow. I was just... You know, I've seen some of these things go down, but I don't know why I was surprised about that. Yeah, they go, you know, they're making them small like everybody else. So I just had to put that, throw that out there. Well, the other part of living La Vida Buena, I think, is when you're able to leave the house, right? So two of my faves. I, I haven't, <laughs> Cecilia, you remember our adventure to Costa Rica? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll never forget that, dear. Girl, talk about memories made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terrace shared because we were we did some things that we probably might not have, but so we are still here today. See, right here, right here, we're here today. But uh, we took a trip to Costa Rica, and that was uh, by way of Groupon. So uh, check out Groupon if you want to try. It was an all inclusive, well, not all inclusive. I mean, included airfare and uh, lodging, and actually, you know, all things being equal, we stayed at a resort. There's a little bit too much of Mother Nature, um, but that was really the only negative aside from our foolishness (laughs) (laughs) but anyway you might want to try groupon getaways because they do have some i thought some really good trips and that was a really good opportunity to you know go places you haven't been able to go and i'm determined to use my passport i renewed it not that long ago i want to get some stamps on there or closer to home or wherever you maybe you want to combine business and pleasure like I have a rental property, I get to go see it and I have family in the area. And then I also, you know, can write that off because I am, bi- I'm visiting, I'm, I'm doing an inspection of my rental property. So, you know, I get to write off those expenses. So anytime you can combine uh, business and vacation travel recently, you'll notice our new photos. I was able to, I was attending a conference in scenic Ohio. And, uh, well, my sister lives in Ohio. And so, you know, I, I went to the conference trip, which is a write-off, but then I also got to visit family. So anytime you can combine business and travel, take a look at that and see, you know, how you can work that out. Now, Cecilia, I was always so jealous of you because it seemed like every five minutes you were going somewhere. So I know you have <laughs> to travel scoops. Well, I love traveling. Um, I'm, yeah, don't. I hope to travel as long as I can. And the the first and foremost thing is that you have to plan, right? And so uh, typically I, I, you know, try to do that in advance. This year, a little bit different. I wanted to be a little bit more spontaneous as the year went on. So let's see, the trips this year were not planned in advance per se, but I mean, advance for me might be a month before okay and so we know that uh traveling okay it's summer right travel summer travel is hot it's really really hot (laughs) by temperature but um yeah yeah but it's hot in terms of there are so many things that are going on and so I was just saying this yesterday to my daughter about you know when you hear about all these accidents for example there's a reason why they, they, you know, nobody made these up. These are real things. And so uh, planning a trip 
So as I get older, there are things that I want to have less hassle. I want to be prepared. You can't be prepared for everything, but I want to go and enjoy the trip. So with that in mind, uh, one of the first things is, and you know, as you say, everything's not about money, but I am the expert pack a bag. You know, people have asked me, you know, we've traveled, how in the world do you get all that? How, how do you, you know, manage to come away with one suitcase? Because I'm getting kind of annoyed with all these extra fees for your seats, for, you know, bags. So I'm like, okay, now dear, we, we, we're going to get down to, so that's the first thing. There are ways to pack a bag. I mean, there are different uh, websites to do that. So figure out how to pack your bag, okay? Um Hot water, I mean, hot weather, as I said already, you need to pay attention. I mean, heat stroke is no joke. And so apparently it's going to get hotter. It's not going to get better. And so I have With people- climate change, who, we're speaking, yeah. Right, right. Um, who just can't bring themselves to drink water. Water is your friend. Not only is it going to keep you safe, but you need to be hydrated. And let's face it, if you're out there on the beach drinking in Mai Tais or whatever else, go to one of these resorts and you get to drink all day, all night, whatever, and some do, you got to be drinking. It's like for every drink, get your water, okay? Um, stay safe. I'm just amazed at some of the things that people do. If they tell you there's a riptide, don't go in the water. If there's alligators out there, in fact, we were planning a trip for next year. The first thing they well, all right, you're not going to get to walk around like you normally do with those out. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to be trying to, you know, get with an alligator. I want to be safe. I don't want to, you know, have something happen. But um, a way of kind of saving some money. Some people, you know, get new clothes to travel. Well, nobody over there has seen what you wore. Why you got to have new clothes? So let's think about you want to be out at night and you don't want to spend money on clothes. Save your money for where you're going. Get some reflective tape. You know what? Because you do need to make sure someone can see you at night because you just never know. Um, if we're thinking about a Groupon, you might need to check out where your hotel room is. They're not always in the safest part of the city. So you really, when I say planning, you really need to check out where you're going, what the hotel, look at reviews. Um, I I even look at, um, you know, the older I get, I, I want the best I can get, which means I would like to know when the last time a hotel was remodeled. I know all websites don't give you that. Also look at my square footage. So again, huh? you can plan where you're going and what you're going to do in that space. Uh, another one is about uh, eating at restaurants. Well, sometimes it's good to eat on the fly, but uh, you know, explore some places that you've never eaten before. Like I try not to ever eat at a, you know, obviously a chain, but you can look up some high uh, ended, you know, restaurants, but you know, but just by exploring before you go, which will save you time from looking for when you're there. Okay. So do that before. And, you know, some of this I'm thinking about like a girl's trip, uh, you know, um, you know, guys can do this too, but you know, you got a group of people together and you're having a good time. Well, you need, you still need to be on the alert. Pickpockets are, are real. Um, use crossbody anti-theft purses. Hey, go to TJ Maxx and Marshall. You can find cheaper uh, 
purses that you can carry that are small on a trip uh, that have, you know, hidden waste wallets. Um, I I, I, I kind of gasp when I see ladies who have something in their back pocket. I'm like, ooh, you are brave. You're just really not thinking probably, but you know what? It does happen. And so you don't want to get sick or have something happen to, you know, like a, a, a theft while you're gone, because that's just going to take away from your trip. Um, and then the last thing I'll just say about some of this, and, and maybe I'll come back to it later if we have time, but we're probably running close. But uh, with the girls trip. So I see people out there all the time with flip flops, you know. Uh, first of all, my podiatrist says, don't wear them. They're not good. And I don't, but I always am thinking about, I don't want nothing, uh, you know, something happening to my toes, my feet. Uh, I want to be able to run. So, uh, I remember when we went to Israel, uh, a few years ago and some of that terrain was really, really difficult. And there were these two women, and I was just like, did you not know where you were going? They had these sandals on, and it was really hard uh, to for them to walk. I mean, because we did over, easily over 15,000 miles a day. So, um, said 15,000 miles. I hope you meant 15,000 steps. Woo. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I'm sure everybody knew what I was talking about, though. Um, but the, oh, the last point I will say, if you watch the news, okay, I don't think going to Mexico to get a facelift or a tummy tuck, you might consider that a lifestyle hack, but I mean, no pun intended, but yeah, lifestyle hack when you did is not something that you set out to do. So I would suggest perhaps you save your pennies and get your stuff done by a reputable surgeon in the country. I will leave that go. Well, medical travel is a real thing. I don't know that I would be brave enough to do it because, you know, there's just, I watch too much TV and there's enough horror stories. But I will also include, make sure you check the State Department website before you travel out of country. If you don't get anything else out of this podcast. That, that was on my list too, but yeah, yeah I do. Check, yeah, the, yeah. check the State Department and they will tell you, um, they, they rank travel destinations as far as safety if there's you know some <clears throat> although our politicians don't know how to act they're just you know greedy thieves um you know if you go to another country it's a different kind of bad political scene so they will put such warnings on there if there's an uprising or something like that so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're usually pretty current pardon they're usually pretty current yeah mm -hmm. so that is a must do if you're traveling out of country um, you know, I talked about multipreneurship. I'm going to recommend that you do itemize so that you can reduce your taxes. Now, obviously that has an asterisk because with the recent tax changes, they increased the um, standard deduction. So it may or may not make sense for you to itemize, but you definitely need to do the math and see if it does. Um, and one of the things that I recommend, obviously I already said, you need to have a business or three, um, for example, so that you get those business deductions, anything you can do legally to uh, lower your taxes is what I highly recommend. Um, and one of the things in the term of not buying everything that your little eyes see, um, there was a, a YouTube channel that I was watching. 
I guess it, I, I think I was probably watching it before I bought the house because I was planning at home with Nikki. Um, she's great with her organization tips and and uh, recommendations. Then she graduated to at work with Nikki. Both of those shows I really enjoy. I think I more enjoyed the older videos more so than current, but do check her out. And the reason I'm just mentioning her is because one of the things she recommended before you go buy something else, you know, maybe you want to take time to get rid of something that you already have. And that is to donate it to someone else who can love it. So, you know, just don't keep piling it in. We don't want you to have a hoarding situation because that can just be a whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I do recommend that you look at that. And um, so say, I hope that you'll touch on your household management or budgeting before we close out. But that's all I have on my side. I mean... I think some of these kind of like, yes, surely I already know that, but some of these, I hope we gave you a few ahas or, you know, things to write down. Well, so just a couple more things um, with traveling. So when, so Ziploc bags, you know, there's the cute things. I love those, but now I'm become a little bit more because of the one bag situation, uh, when people go through your bag at the airport, hey, make it easy for them. Don't make them when they got to open up something. You don't want that. So I saw this lovely luggage set. I was highly tempted, CBS Morning Show. And it's a roll bag that uh, when you let it go, it actually stands up. Oh, yeah. And so you can see all the stuff you know, living out of suitcase, basically. So I thought that was very cool. Then they have another, you know, with the roll bag where you pull uh, the laptop out. You know, it has a laptop place for it. So it just makes it easy for, you know, when you go through TSA. So anyway, you didn't ask me that, but I, I you just made me think about that because uh, what I wanted to say about is when I get home, I make sure to uh, kind of have all my toiletries ready for my next trip. You know, some people are taking forever to pack. Well, you know, clean up the shower shoes right then before you put them up um, and pack your stuff, okay? Uh, another thing is that, um, you know, because it saves time. But grocery shopping, because things change, and so I go to Costco, but you know, it's really difficult a lot of time because, when I say difficult, uh, I get some certain things there but for two people I mean everything is so large I mean Sam's can be a large warehouse shopping experience too but the Costco is even larger but what I would say you know whether it's Costco or um, your own favorite grocery store two things on the shelf I love that they put the ounces or mm -hmm. you know price per ounce yeah I am a price per ounce shopper I'll whip out my calculator in a minute <laughs> you know and so everything may well while it seems cheaper it may not be cheaper so mm -hmm. that really is a place that you can save a lot of money uh coupons they're starting to do away with coupons but there are different apps there's an app for everything right so get those apps and use them. Um, I know sometimes it's a little tedious, but there's all kind of different ways that, um, so I, I've gotten to the point now, I will look at two grocery stores. I will, I actually, you know, to do my list, I'm looking at both of them to see which one's cheaper. 
So um, I don't do it every time because again, you know, time is precious, but there are just times, depending on how you how often you shop, but running in and out of the grocery store once or twice a week, that's not that is not going to save you money. Okay. For those who cook, again, I, I like to cook, but sometimes I don't. So there are certain meals that cook that you make it for more than one day. Now, I know people don't like, a lot of people don't like leftovers. You know, to me, I think it's mental. Some things taste better the second time around. There are certain foods that do. But if you don't, if you truly are against leftovers, cook more than once. Sliced spaghetti is the easy one. Put it in the freezer. You know, make your sauce, put it in the freezer. If you have herbs, I mean, it's a lot of work. I mean, because I, I grew some extras this year and it's like, oh my goodness, this is work. But learn, go on, you know, there's every there's information for everything. Figure out how to freeze things so that you don't have to be, you know, trying to do something with it every time. You do it, you know, you, you just got to pick whatever two or three hours that that's all you're going to do with your food and, and with the grocery shopping. So I think that's very helpful in saving time. So, hey, we, I realized that uh, we could have talked you all's ears off about all of this. So I would offer that what you've already said, Larissa, is that you can't live well for less. I think it's, you know, it is a mindful situation and intentional um you know some of us didn't learn some things when we grew up but we we've talked about non-traditional wealth building we've talked about uh you know home ownership you know or even saving money on renting and so there are a lot of things that you can do as an independent woman to make lifestyle hacks and save money it does require uh, self-discipline too. We didn't use that word self-discipline, but we just said, hey, the benefits if you are self-disciplined, what you can result in. And so, uh, you know, what you have, how your home looks, uh, the clothes that you wear, uh, you know, repurposing items is a good thing that you can do within your own home. Not, you know, uh, not saying, well, anyway, you can choose from what you want to choose from. So, um, hey, when you when you share podcasts with others, sometimes someone can come back and give you an idea too. And so we do ask that you share what we've offered too. Um, I guess the only other thing that you know we didn't have time to talk about, but we talked about the heat. And so pay attention to your energy costs. I mean, people are talking about it everywhere. Don't let life happen to you. Take control. Don't let your air be going out the leaky windows. Caulk is very cheap. Weather stripping is very cheap. It is way cheaper than have than you know uh, paying all that extra money that you're gonna have to pay that you can keep you know some of the costs down. Smart thermostats they're not that expensive and sometimes they can even be a write-off depending on you know if you go through your utility company. So that's another thing lifestyle hacks so while we're talking about saving money but i think we what we have also shared is that we all have some responsibility to help out the environment and uh, and i do look at hey traveling i also think about when i'm traveling 
this it is for my enjoyment, but it's also that where you're going, it helps the economy of you know people you know wherever you're going. So, with that, take us away, Sister Dear, for the next promo. Yeah, I just thought this. I think these are going to be short, and they're not because we just get going with all the goodies. But we just want to remind you to join us next Sunday as we share, share, show you how to put the sassy in Lady Boss. Now, that's going to be another good one because, hey, we always deliver the goods. And as I said, I just want to remind you to attend my Real Estate for You workshop. It's going to be next, not next Saturday, but it's going to be Saturday, July 22nd at 10 a.m. Pacific. And the registration link will be in the podcast description. We will see you at the top, folks. Cheers. Cheers.